1: All right, how about that, Aztec fans? San Diego State over San Jose State tonight in Northern California. I figure as opposed to going home right now, it's already late. What's another 30 minutes? This is going to be a 30-minute edition of the wrap-up show here tonight, presented by Higher Impact Financial. Aztecs found a way here tonight. So as you make your way in, whether you're here live or on replay, I, I have a feeling a lot of people will be watching this on replay. It is 11.15 Pacific, 2.15 in the morning out east if you wouldn't mind letting me know where you're watching from whether it's live or on replay would love to hear from you here tonight as the aztecs found a way absolutely found a way to win here tonight this thing obviously was not easy there were five games in the mountain west here today only one team won on the road it was san diego state you just had a feeling you know i talked about it today on john and jim on san diego sports 760 you just had a feeling this could be closer than you would hope it would be San Jose State coming off a 21-season. They've lost so many close games already this year. Should have beaten Wyoming on the road about a week ago. Blew a 17-point lead. Should have beaten Boise State on Friday. We're outscored down the stretch. Led for over 30 minutes in that game. And to their credit, they hung in this thing all night long. 15 lead changes, uh, 14 or 15 ties in this game. And the Aztecs, as they typically do, I mean, you think about this team over the last couple of years, really more than just the last couple of years, but – Whether it was Steve Fisher and now Brian Dutcher, they find ways. And that's really the story of this team this year. Think about the 50-50 games that the Aztecs have won. And by the way, TMAC is watching tonight from Columbia. That's amazing. So please do let me know where you're watching from, whether you're here live or on replay. If it's on replay, put it in the comments. If you're here live, please put it in the live chat. Also, please subscribe. This is a brand new channel for Aztec fans if you have not subscribed if you wouldn't mind doing that for me I really appreciate it if you wouldn't mind telling people about this channel letting other Aztec fans know I would appreciate that as well please smash the like button for me you can follow me on Twitter at John Schaefer also thank you for your support of the channel you can you can become a member by clicking join down below you get custom emojis and badges and if you want to make sure I get your comment if you want to support the channel you can click the dollar sign below the chat box I'll get to all of your super chats here tonight um let me just start with some of these comments that are rolling in thank you daniel you're kind yeah this is a late late night wrap-up show i agree with you steve i put a poll pinned at the top of the chat who's the mvp and i can't answer it and i put is it Jaden or is it jay pal and it is a really tough question to answer here tonight um larry joe great to have you here live uh watching uh here tonight in the inland empire Um, sure. Parrish had some plays rich to your point down the stretch. Absolutely. He had the steal in the layup and then he had the ball go off the hip of Amy with his defensive pressure. That's a really good point. Uh, Gary Lee. Thank you. He says, thank you for all your, all the work you do. John we will be in the building Saturday, three hour drive. That is a huge game, probably a bigger game for new Mexico than it is for San Diego state. Um, Steve is watching from Rancho Bernardo tonight. Thank you. I'm sure there's some people in bed probably right now with some AirPods in while their wife or significant other is asleep right now, watching right now. Uh, T-Fuel says he's live from the Central Valley in Bakersfield. Thank you. Paul says his heart is still pounding. Big win and effort from Ladie and Powell. Those steals throughout the game were huge. Uh, Doug saying he's here from his dad chair in the exclusive city of El Cajon. Uh, Gustavo saying clutch plays from J pal and the DL game listening to the wrap up show from Guadalajara, Mexico, go Aztecs. Amazing. So we've got Mexico in the chat. We have Colombia in the chat. We've got Southern California in the chat. Anyone in the mountain central or Eastern time zone watching right now live, please put it in the chat. Would love to hear from you on this late night. Uh, Kevin saying San Jose state could sure shoot the ball. Mountain West is going to be difficult for everyone on the road. Hopefully Grand Canyon and UCSD were good prep for New Mexico, Utah State. I mean, it's really hard to prep for some of the environments that San Diego State is going to play in. And that is even considering what they've, you know, played in already this year, whether it was, you know, the Marriott Center, which is a really tough building. I've called three games there now for San Diego State. Um, Gonzaga obviously is a ridiculously tough building where they went at 95% clips over the years and the 20 years in the kennel um grand canyon obviously has been dominant at home like these are some of the toughest road environments in the country like viejas arena and the pit can be tough but san diego state's going to be up to the challenge you would think i mean they're in basically every game they play even their losses i think they were tied with byu with four minutes to play grand canyon they had a chance to make it a one possession game when they stole the ball away with like 15 seconds left they kind of came back in that game from 10 11 12 down late to make it a four or five point game but they're in games And uh, we'll see if they'll find themselves in another game with New Mexico. Of course, New Mexico gave the Aztecs all kinds of trouble a year ago winning at Viejas, and it took Lamont Butler at the buzzer before Lamont Butler at the buzzer for the Aztecs win at the pit back in uh, 2023. But really, first things first here tonight is what San Diego State did in this game. I mean, they built the early lead and they relinquished it immediately. Um, And I think it's a credit to San Jose State playing at home, backs against the wall. Haven't beaten the top 25 team in your last 30 tries. They knew this was an important game for them. I mean, how many opportunities do you get at home against a ranked team if you're San Jose State? And, again, you're 0-2 in the league. It's like you have to get this game to have any chance of success in the regular season. You're already 0-3. I mean, what's best case? San Jose State is a good team, but what's best case in this league for the Spartans now? You know, I think five or six wins would be an incredible accomplishment. Starting 0-3, you've got 15 games left. you know, go be 6 and. Nine from here on out against this league. If you're San Jose State and you're doing some damage, they will pick someone off in this league. I promise you that. I think they picked two teams off in the top six in this league at some point this year. I really do believe that based on what I saw here tonight. And then for the Aztecs, I mean, what can you say about Jayden Lindy? Um, Obviously, nobody really has an answer for him. Clearly, San Jose State, they had a strategy to just throw everyone at him, foul him at all costs, and he still could not be stopped. Um, Successful enough from the free throw line. One of two players in the nation with two thirty and 10 games this year. The other is Hunter Dickinson at Kansas. He's an all American. If the season ends today, I think he's a first team all American. We'll see if he gets that respect on the national scene at the end of the year or not. He will be an all American if he continues to play like this. And if he's not, it's a complete and utter disservice to what he has meant to the Aztecs and to college basketball this year. He's been a complete monster, but it's about more than Ledee. You're seeing improvement right now from Lamont Butler. I thought Butler Really showed off on offense here tonight, doing it in a variety of ways, hitting a couple of threes, getting to the basket. He was in control on offense. And then Jay Powell off the bench. How good has this guy been? What a find. It was one thing to get Reese Waters. We all knew about Waters. He was already playing in Southern California. He was an outstanding player in the Pac-12. He was a difference maker, um, a potential pro prospect, right? So in landing Reese Waters, that was a huge, big win to start the offseason. What was under the radar was they go across the country to a program in the Big South, I think, Campbell, the Camels, in a tiny town in North Carolina, and they find a diamond in the rough in Jay Powell, who is an athletic, skilled forward that does multiple things well. His offensive skill set is unique and has been impressive over the last five, six, seven games, and defensively, he's made plays with his athleticism, of course, none bigger than the play he made late for the Aztecs, but he made the two big plays down the stretch. Aztecs' last field goal, his three-pointer, it was tied at 74, that made it 77-74. And then the help defense, I mean, recovering on that play to block Anderson at the rim from behind, a clean all-ball block from behind, preserving an 80-78 to advantage, and then Lamont Butler hits one of two free throws, and the Aztecs survive an 80-foot heave at the buzzer to win 81-78. was just um, – unbelievable. I mean, the way Jay Powell has performed, this isn't easy. You come into a new system, new league across the country for your final collegiate year, battle injuries, had the nose injury le- recently, wearing the mask, and he's been unbelievable. I really do. He has become that glue X-factor guy. I think I've mentioned it before. He's not a Guacarope, but he's playing a role that a Guacarope played. They both have different skill sets, they have comp- and they have different body types, but he's doing some of the things that are necessary to win. And that's what Robe did for San Diego State. And this bench for the Aztecs, you know, you think about its improvement. Powell here tonight with the 10 points. Um, you know, a lot of this tonight was Ladie and Butler and Parrish, but you did get the 10 from Powell off the bench. We didn't see a lot of Elijah Saunders. Who in 13 minutes was just one of five from the floor? Scored two points. Darian Tremel didn't score in 20 minutes here today. Miles Bird 13 minutes off the bench. Really wasn't a huge factor. Miles Heidi did have a putback slam, but he only played four-plus minutes here tonight. So this was close game. Uh, you know, go with the girl you brought to the dance, so to speak, right? Ladi's going to need to play 40 minutes in some of these conference games that you just got to get. This game, I said it during the uh, countdown to tip-off on San Diego Sports 760 on the pregame today. I said this game was more critical than the New Mexico game because this is one of those games you can't afford to lose. I said the same thing about Stanford before Gonzaga. That would be the blemish on the resume. You lose to Stanford, quad three loss. You lose to San Jose State, quad three loss. I want to say the Aztecs are now 49-0 in their last 49 games against quad three or quad four opponents. If that's not the longest winning streak in the country against quad three or quad four opponents, it's top two or three. It's amazing um, how they've avoided that blemish and they keep their resume clean. You you can lose at Gonzaga. Aztecs, to their credit, didn't. You can lose at New Mexico. We'll see if they find a way to win the game. The games you need to avoid losing are at San Jose State, at Fresno State, at Air Force, home to San Jose State, right? Home to Fresno State. They've already beaten them. Those five, six, quad three, quad four games, you got to be perfect in, especially in this league when it's going to be hard to win against the upper echelon, especially on the road. But if you get tripped up on the road against the upper echelon, dare I say even at home, I don't think it's going to have much bearing on the metrics or the resume. Now, again, you wanna win as often as you can. I think if you can somehow get through this thing, I mean it's gonna be hard for anyone to go fifteen and three. Let's be honest, in this league. I mean, I don't think it'll be easy to go fourteen and four for anyone in this league. If you do it, all of a sudden you're positioned for a really high seed in the NCAA tournament. But I think you lose five times in the in the league. I don't think all of a sudden it really lessens your resume or burdens you from a seed line perspective it'll be interesting to see how it plays out you got a top 20 team right now in Colorado State that's one and two in the league you got a top 20 team in San Diego State that's three and oh I think Utah State with a win tonight is also three and oh in the league so I mean there's just so many fascinating things coming out of um this game Aztecs haven't lost since Grand Canyon they've won seven straight they're 14 and 2 This is when the going gets tough, so to speak. The gauntlet in the league, I would say, begins Saturday, 11 a.m. Pacific, on CBS, San Diego Sports 760. You get New Mexico. Then you return home. You get the extra day. Um, You play Wednesday, not Tuesday. You get Nevada. They've lost one time this year, the Nevada Wolfpack. And then you go to Boise, and Boise just picked off Colorado State tonight at home by eight points. They were in control of that game. Colorado State did not look like themselves on offense Then you get Wyoming at home, you got to win that game, and then you go to Colorado State, and then you host Utah State. So, you know, it's not going to be easy. It doesn't really let up. I mean, it really doesn't. Um, You see what's happening right now in the league, UNLV beating New Mexico here tonight, four home teams winning tonight. It's going to be hard to win everywhere, I would say, on the road. Like, you look at what's to come, New Mexico, Boise State, Colorado State, all challenging. Air Force, we know it can be tricky. Aztecs have been really good there recently, 7-2 and two in their last nine. Uh, you still go to Reno. We know that can be challenging. You go to Logan. Fresno State, last year the Aztecs won, what, 43-41 or 44-42? And then you go to UNLV. Yeah, the Aztecs have dominated there in recent years. Recent years, more like the last decade plus. But UNLV with talent. And, you know, we saw some of those flashes of their talent this past weekend. And I think they could be a different team come March 5th. We don't know. I mean, maybe they take on some water or maybe they play like a top five or so team in the mountain West, but it's not going to be easy. You got to avoid losing streaks. You got to avoid being tripped up by someone that is in one of those lower quadrants, like quad three or quad four. And that's what San Diego state has been able to do here um, to start 2023, 24. But I think a lot of encouraging signs, you know, if you wanted to, you know, parse this thing down or mince or whatever. I'm sure there's things to be critical of. Brian Dutcher talked about it with Ted Postgame on the radio. He's like, we played well. San Jose State is good. They've lost close games. They're a veteran team. Tim Miles is a good coach. They have good offensive weapons. And I think we saw that here tonight. It's a little bit of a pick your poison. They either get downhill on you and then kick it out for some threes where they've been a good three-point shooting team or they get downhill on you and get to the free throw line. They've been a terrible free throw shooting team This year, not tonight. The recipe for an upset is a team goes 23 of 25 from the free throw line. They did that tonight. And a team hits nine threes, and they did that tonight. Like That's a recipe for an upset because you look at this box score tonight, and San Diego State, I'm telling you, they did play well in this game. When I tell you, 47% shooting on the road. 21 of 29 from the free throw line, 72%, but 21 makes. They were plus two in turnovers. They outscored San Jose State, a really stingy team that doesn't turn it over. 14-6 off turnovers. They were plus nine in rebounds. They had 13 offensive rebounds, the Aztecs. They were plus 14 points in the paint in this game. They had four blocks. The Spartans had zero. Like You say all that, and you think San Diego State won this game by 10. The reason they didn't, Spartans 23 of 25 from the line, And nine made threes. The Aztecs had six made threes. And that was nearly enough for the Spartans to pull the upset here tonight. But but again, to the Aztecs' credit, they found a way. And that is something that they just routinely have done throughout 2023-24. They've just routinely done that here this season. So again, if you are here, if you wouldn't mind subscribing, we'll be with you for the next 15 minutes or so. Please smash the like button for me as well. Uh, You can follow us on Twitter at John Schaefer, J-O-N-S-C-H-A-E-F-F-E-R, again, at John Schaefer. Appreciate the Super Chats. Click the dollar sign below the chat box and appreciate the memberships as well. You can click the Join button down below. Before we proceed, I do want to tell you about our title sponsor. Can't do this without your support, whether you're here live or on replay. Without the support of Eric Lanier at Higher Impact Financial. Huge San Diego sports fan and a San Diegan. He's the founder of Higher Impact Financial. He solves two major problems For people to meet with him the first is that he's found that too many people do not have a financial plan the second is that most of us just don't have clear defined financial goals so here's the thing you can click the link in the description down below to get to eric's website if you're ready to get better results with your wealth then set up a 15 minute free consultation with eric eric's firm is different than anything you've experienced from a financial advisor What sets him apart is the questions he'll ask to discover what truly matters to you. He truly runs his firm like a family office. You can take that from me. It's personalized for you, and his commitment to you is that no matter what, you'll leave better off than you were before you called, and you can tell him that I sent you here from the wrap-up show. So if you're looking for a financial planner, please turn to a San Diegan and a supporter of the channel, Eric Lanier, at Higher Impact Financial by clicking that link down below all right let me get back to the chat here i want to get to some of these comments that have rolled in um this comment came in on radio post as well should j pal start over saunders i would say this right now and they've typically been hesitant to make wholesale you know changes in a starting lineup obviously tremel has been in there at times and waters has been out i would say that what they're doing now works i feel like the role that pal is playing he is comfortable in so I don't know if I need to change it. You're winning. He's comfortable. What does it even matter? I mean, if Powell's playing 22 minutes and Saunders is playing 13 minutes, it doesn't matter who starts is what I would say to that question. Andres, what's going on? in Eugene, thank you so much for your viewership. Yeah, I think it's a spark. Kind of like Trammell has been a spark a lot off the bench this year. Kind of like Bird has been a spark at times off the bench. Uh, Let's see. Steve says, I liked our previous three double-digit wins better than these tight wins that gave me or give me a cardiac arrest. It shows we're a top-25 team when we pull out these close wins. I agree with you. There's a lot of teams around the top-25 tonight that didn't win. Number one and number two were knocked off tonight, right? Purdue and Nebraska. Nebraska's been good. Uh, Houston at Iowa State. Again, that's going to be hard. Life on the road in the Big 12 is not going to be easy. Colorado State losing on the road in the Mountain West won't be easy. And then the Aztecs win. So three top-25 teams losing on a Tuesday night, right? Uh, thank you, Robert, for watching from Seattle. Let us know where you're watching from if you're here right now, live or on replay. Uh, we have regular James in Vegas tonight. Uh, you know, 22 minutes is a lot of minutes, isn't it? Um, yeah, I think maybe there'll be some games he could play high 20s in minutes, but um, I don't think all of a sudden Jay pal is playing 38 minutes like Jaden Ladee, right? I think, I think Jay pal is filling a really important role, that spark plug, that energy – good defender athletic on offense can play the three or the four and I think you give him 20 something minutes and this is vastly improved some of the first games of the year six minutes eight minutes right for pal he's he's into the 20s now in minutes Gustavo says pal and bird coming off the bench they're huge they bring great energy and defense to the game I will stay with Saunders on the starting five but I will give more minutes to pal that's kind of what we're talking about um if Saunders takes advantage of the opportunity, he'll get more minutes. If Powell takes advantage of the opportunity, he'll get more minutes. That's just how college basketball is going to work. Uh, Steve's saying he was surprised Trammell and Bird were unable to score tonight. But you know how this works. Like There's an ebb and flow. Even a Jaden Ledee, not every single night is scoring 20 points. There's going to be nice he scores 11 points or 13 points, and others are going to have to pick up. Tonight, you get Powell with 10. You get Butler with 16. So if Trammell doesn't score 10, you can have Butler score 16. Right. If uh, Saunders doesn't score eight, you can have Paris score 14 or whatever he scored tonight. I think 13. Um, so, you know, it, it's it's one of those things that in college basketball, um, there's very few guarantees. What we can kind of guarantee is Jaden LaDe's effectiveness. Right. I mean, he's going to impact the game. But even Ladee is not automatic with a game like this. It's not like every single time he touches the floor, he's going to score 30 points. Like, like we can't expect that, even though he's going to do it. I know he's going to do it a time or two again. I agree with the journey five losses in this conference right now. You're in a good spot. That's how deep this conference is. Like if you just forecast it out, let's say you go eight and one in the league at home, which is what they did last year. And that's not going to be easy to replicate if we're being honest. Um, Aztecs lost just one time all year last year at home. So if you're able to do that against a league that's probably improved from last year, I think you, you feel good. That means you're going five and four on the road in league road games. Like that's doing some work. You're 1 and 0 right now. You'd have to go 4 and 4 from here on out. But that's how you get to a 13 and 5 overall record in the league. That might be enough for the top seed to your point journey. It may be enough. Yeah, I mean this is one of those big swing games. I mean, you can start to create some separation. Like New Mexico would be in a little bit of early season, early conferences in trouble if they can't win on Saturday at home. But from SDSU's perspective, it is a huge opportunity. If you can somehow get that game, you are really cruising. And I don't know what the the metrics would say, like Ken Palm or the line's going to be. Again, for, for my money, it's like New Mexico kind of has to get the game for their at-large resume. That doesn't mean they will. And maybe playing with that pressure will impact them. And they haven't played great, to be honest here, once conference play has begun, which was the story a little bit last year. As well, but playing on CBS in front of that sold out crowd at the pit, a game they have to have. My guess is San Diego State's anything from like a one point favorite to a uh, two and a half point dog. What do you guys think about that? Three and a half point dog, even? Like I'd be surprised if San Diego State was favored by more than like a point, point and a half. And I wouldn't be surprised if New Mexico, again, with all the circumstances going into it, was favored by a couple of points. And I think what it basically tells us is it could be a one possession game that could come down. To a final possession or two. Uh, I don't even know about their health, right? I didn't watch tonight from Vegas. I don't know if you did, Rich, but Mashburn's been hurt. Um, House has had some issues with fouls throughout the year. I had Jeff Grammer, Albuquerque Journal, on earlier um, this week on John and Jim. And again, at times they've looked really good. Um, they've also run into some roadblocks here in the league, and they're going to have to play. Really well. I mean, they're going to still have to bolster their resume to reach the NCAA tournament as an at-large team. And you only get so many opportunities against San Diego State at home, um, and yeah, I mean, they Dent, Toppin, they are very skilled. You know, I don't. I, I think they have comparable skill to UNLV with more experience or more guys returning. We've seen what House House can do. Twenty nine, I think, against the Aztecs at the A House last year. Mashborn is a born scorer. So uh, they got good big men. They do. They got multiple big men they can throw at you. Um, It will be a challenge. Uh, It'll absolutely be a challenge. Uh, Let's see. And to Brayden's point, yeah, you got to get a house frustrated. That's where he's – he got in foul trouble at CSU. They lost that game. Um, I don't know what happened tonight. They they didn't play well. I think it was even for a lot of the first half, but they fell behind by 15 or 20 points in this game, eventually lost – by eight, So that is that is not a good result or a good performance, obviously, um, for Colorado State tonight in Vegas at UNLV. Uh, let's see. I'm trying to think what else um, just to get into here tonight. Metrically, no impact for those that are like, oh, my gosh, San Jose State was 177 in Ken Palmer 178. San Jose State, put it this way, San Jose State moved up 11 spots in a home loss. So they got – if they can pick off like a CSU at home – a New Mexico at home, a Utah State at home. They can move up 25 spots in the metrics. So they still have some work to do to improve their resume with a couple of wins. So they go from 178 to 167. Meanwhile, San Diego State, with a road win by three points over a team they were favored by 10.5 against, goes from 21 to 22 in Ken Palm. We'll see, the net sometimes has more of a drastic negative impact in close wins against lower-ranked teams than Ken Palm, but I wouldn't expect the Aztecs to drop by more than three spots in this win in the net, and you can absolutely live with that. It's way more important to get the win than to concern yourself with going from like 21 to 23 in the net. They'll be in the top 25 in the net out of this. They were 21st coming into today. This will update overnight, and just knowing how the net operates, I wouldn't be surprised if they took on a little bit of water and moved back two or three spots, but that's not the end-all be-all. If you lose tonight, you probably drop 10, 11 spots by winning tonight, maybe drop a spot or two or three, and you can absolutely overcome that with what you still have to come. So, metrically, no concerns. You've always got the bullseye in this league. Um, It's, you know, a bigger bullseye coming off a trip to a Final Four in a national championship game. It's a bigger bullseye when you're inside the top 20 in the nation at number 19 overall. And the Aztecs deal with all that baggage beautifully. They really do. They don't let it get to them. And they find ways to win against teams they should beat. And then they typically steal a game, to use Brian Dutcher's words, on the road in a tough environment over the course of a year. I remember a couple of years ago, they were looking for that marquee win. They went to Wyoming late in the season when they had EK and they won a close game. Last year, looking for that marquee road win, they picked it up at the pit against New Mexico. This year, non conference, they got the marquee road win against Gonzaga. Now, can you get one or more in Logan, Albuquerque? Reno, Boise, Moby, Four Collins. Like out of those five, how many can you get? I mean, even getting one could go a long way. Um, obviously their goal going in is to get as many as possible. But like again, under my hypothetical, you get one of those five. Those are your four road losses. You're perfect or close to perfect at home. Maybe you drop, slip up one time. Now you got five league losses. Like you say, like, oh my gosh, they're gonna lose four of those five games. Well, yeah, but you could navigate that to 13-5 and in the league and win a Mountain West regular season title or at least co-share it potentially through that route, right? So, again, the way San Diego State typically plays on the road, one of the nation's elite road teams under Brian Dutcher and Steve Fisher, they'll be in those games. They may not be favored in every single one of them, but they'll be in those games and they'll give themselves an opportunity to hopefully get one or more of those games on the road this year, and again, it'll, the environments will be crazy. Sold out Moby, sold out Logan, sold out Pitt, right? Sold out Lawler, probably against Nevada. The way they have played, uh, boys, you'll be sold out next weekend uh, for their game against the Aztecs. Not this weekend, but next weekend. So, but the Aztecs, what, what do the environments really mean? I mean, these team, this team played in front of seventy-five thousand people in Houston last year. So, I don't think they'll be overwhelmed by the environment. They played a Gonzaga, BYU. They 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 take on all comers. They really do, and uh, they are always prepared. That's one thing we know, and they just continue to improve. That's one thing we also know about a team coached by Brian Dutcher, and this coaching staff has done a really good job with this team that had so many changes from last year. Nathan Mensah, Matt Bradley, Adam Seiko, Aguero, and here they are. You look up; they're fourteen and two. 14 and two in one of the top five leagues in the country, arguably one of the top four leagues. In the country right now if you look at the metrics and um the aztecs right now are at the top of one of the top basketball conferences in america um what else anything else you want me to hit on in the final five minutes if you guys want to put it in the live chat i can try to react to it if there's something you want me to react to you can put that in the live chat right now again if you're here if you wouldn't mind telling someone about our new channel and subscribing And letting Aztec fans know we've got year-round content for you, talking basketball, talking football, talking recruiting. As there's news, um, we try to bring you these shows. So if you want more of these shows, if you want more content, please do subscribe because we'll be here for you throughout the course of the season. Not after every single game immediately like this, but I'm in the studio and I figured why not. Um, But a lot of Sunday night shows I'll do for you, oftentimes after games, uh, maybe some midweek shows as well. So... Again, tonight comes down to, for me, Jalen Ledee completely unstoppable, and then Jay Powell making timely plays and living up to the moment, hitting that corner three in a 74-all game. And then the, the unbelievable save with the block from behind on Anderson, pinning it up, up against the glass, and then Butler coming up with the ball and the Aztecs doing what they do. And oftentimes, Dutch says this, they'll go as far as their defense and rebounding will take them. Well, plus nine on the glass – and a defensive stop and we've seen that a lot over the last couple of years not winning a game necessarily on offense they do that too look no further than Lamont Butler a couple times last year but winning a game with a stop is just as sweet can be just as sweet as winning a game um, winning a game with a bucket late yes thank you for to subscribe please do that yeah it was amazing Bianca isn't that I mean it's just incredible I don't know if that's Listen, in the history of basketball, obviously someone's drawn 15 fouls. There's been a lot of basketball, but you don't see this night in, night out. There's no way anyone in the nation this year has drawn more than 15 fouls in a game. There's nobody, anyone in the nation has taken more than 19 free throws in a game. I mean, he gets to the line, and I don't have this. I, I don't have it. Maybe it's in San Diego State's game notes. It's hard to imagine he's not top three in the nation in free throws attempted. I could look it up. He, he just has to be. And it's hard to imagine he's not top one, two in the nation in fouls drawn. He just uses his size and physicality to his advantage, and he just knows how to draw contact. It's such a good inherent skill. Um, I'm looking right now to see if I can find it in the notes. Um, I don't see it, but I mean, he—it's just ridiculous how he's had. Let me see: one, two, three, four, five. Six times this year, Jaden has attempted double-digit free throws in the game. Six times, including 19 free throws tonight. Um, Steven, thank you. says, hey, John, and all others. And to Thomas's point, do you think Pal has the frame where he can actually put on some weight strength? That's not a cons- – no. I mean, this is who he is. He's a fifth-year player. This is the heaviest he's ever been. Um, this is his third Division One stop and I think fourth stop overall. I think I have that right. No, this is his playing weight and size. This is where he's most comfortable at. He's wiry. You know, there's some Jalen McDaniels in that frame, obviously. But no, this this is who he is, and he's not coming back next year. This is his last year of eligibility. I believe I have that right. So there's only two months left in his collegiate career, right, two to three months, whatever it's going to be. This is Jay Powell. This is him playing at his preferred weight. This is the size he is. And he's one of those, like – it's not that he's a unicorn – but it's somewhat unique to play at his size, the way he impacts a game. Some would tell you he would be undersized. Others would tell you, you know, his athleticism is really something that can benefit you at both ends. And I think we've really seen that play out a lot. Um, All right, guys, I should go home, to be honest with you, because it is uh, approaching midnight here in the West, Aztecs over San Jose State. Please join us tomorrow. I've got content for you day in and day out, whether it's on YouTube, you can find me on John and Jim, which is my daily uh, weekdays three to six radio show on San Diego Sports 760. Please listen to that. If you're in San Diego on San Diego Sports 760, we talk as much Aztecs as anyone. Or you can always listen for free anywhere on the free iHeartRadio app. It's a great resource, whether it's live or the podcast edition. And you can also watch the show. John and Jim is on YouTube. Just search for John and Jim760, and you can watch our show weekdays from three to six Pacific on YouTube. And then join us on Saturday. San Diego State and New Mexico, Aztecs won on Butler at the buzzer before Butler at the buzzer last year to clinch a share of the regular season title. Um, thank you, Stephen. Appreciate you. Uh, James, thank you. Uh, stay safe as well. Thank you, Aztec fans, for hanging out. Bills, thank you. Ryan, uh, appreciate you guys. Really do. So if you wouldn't mind subscribing as I let you know one more time and smashing the like button, you can find me on Twitter. Appreciate your support. If you're here on replay, appreciate the super thanks as well. We really do appreciate those as well. But yeah, thanks, guys. Gustavo, appreciate it. Rich, appreciate it. Gary, how about this before we go? Because we've had viewers tonight. Isn't YouTube an amazing platform? It is amazing. We've had viewers tonight. In Colombia, Mexico, and now Vietnam. Aztec Gary, one of our members here early on on the wrap-up show. Thank you, man. Hi, John. Yes, I'm in Vietnam with 18 of our public health students following the games as we can that is incredible gary isn't that amazing colombia vietnam mexico incredible incredible gary awesome that's a fan that is a fan watching games from vietnam keeping up from vietnam um, with san diego state how cool is that that is super super cool bianca thank you thank you really do all right guys aztecs over san jose state 8178 This has been the wrap-up show presented by Higher Impact Financial. My name's John Schaefer. Good night, everybody. Thanks so much. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this?